That's a pretty special welcome in the United Kingdom team. Thank you very much. Hey, look, and what a what a coincidence that oh, we're here at the same time. It's I mean, so nice to see a South African face. When we said, uh, hey, you know, we, we're coming to the UK courtesy of Virgin Atlantic mm-hmm. on the morning in Cape Town, Brunson, and Mitchell, they said, I'm going to be there that time. Maybe I'll pop in. And choose Bob yesterday. He sends a message. I'm here, guys. Let's, let's, let's can I come in? Let's link up. And then, I, I, and let me tell you now. So, so we're in the, the building on the 17th floor, the news building next to the Shard. It's a very, very impressive building. This, there's the Sun newspaper, the Times newspaper, all the top radio stations, all the top media, mm-hmm. all in this building. We're on the top, top, top floor. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine the people that walk in and out of this building. And uh, so talk sport is, is a big um, talk uh, sport station mm-hmm. here. Millions of listeners. And uh, the guy, the one producer, came down. He said uh, to me about 10 minutes ago, he says, Mate, uh, Brian Banner is downstairs. Mm. <laughs> he says, So I said, Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's here for us. He says, Oh my gosh, you know Brian Banner. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's like a friend of mine, you know, we chill, we bra, we do all this sort of stuff. Uh-huh. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. It's like Brian Banner, the greatest rugby player of all time. So, awesome. Brian, we are not the only ones that say that. That's very kind of you. And also, all South Africans know each other, so there's that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. We do. I mean, the Americans think we literally know our neighbors that the lions walk past every morning, yeah? yeah. Yes, exactly. So, what are you doing here in England? Yeah, great to be. It's always a special. I love traveling uh, in London, and you, I think as you found out this week, is a pretty special place. I made my debut year. Two thousand four, so just almost, sure. you know, eighteen was years it, ago. Was this uh, your first uh, game in a Springbok jersey? Yeah, first game in a Springbok jersey, uh, pretty special. But I, I'm overdoing some punditry for the Prime Video broadcast that's happening in you know in this time of the the year. End of year tours are very different. The North versus South, a lot of excitement happening as teams prepare for Rugby World Cup 2023. So sort of the last showcase before you know the teams really go into the final stretch for France next year. So you are like the experts here on TV for. The British. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of a few. I mean, I was yesterday with Sam Warburton, ex-Lions and, and Welsh captain legend. Um, and, you know, they got the likes of Andrew Merchants was, was there yesterday. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a phenomenal panel. We've got Gabby Logan anchoring, who is just brilliant in everything she does. So, an incredible cast and, you know, 18 games across the autumn, the summer in South Africa, autumn in, in the in the UK and Europe. Um, that shows the North versus South and players measuring up against, you know, where they can potentially be in, in eight months' time. You know, if you thought that South Africa was a, a sporting mad nation, oh. I tell you, England have, we've got nothing on England. England are just sport crazy and it's not just all football. Mm-hmm. It's darts. <laughs> it's lawn bowls. It's snooker. It's diving. It's rugby. Well, well, I mean, we do have the fact that we haven't lost the T20 World Cup yet like England. So <laughs> we do have something on, on the English Iron. But it is an incredibly sport-mad nation. You know, we, we really love sport in South Africa. And the Springboks, you know, have been the epitome of bringing people together. But uh-huh. the diversity of sport, to your point, in this in this environment, is just something... You, until you've experienced it, you don't understand. I know you, the eyes are very red because yes. um, just getting in and out of a football stadium <laughs> yes, is yes. not the easiest thing. And we don't understand concepts like that in South Africa. So it's, mm. it's a very unique experience. And if you are a sports lover, I mean, the Wimbledons of the world, you know, the football stadium. I'm actually going to the NFL game at Wembley on Sunday. That's um, Broncos playing someone else. Who, don't don't ask me. I haven't looked at my ticket yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just... But, uh, but, um, yeah, yeah, so I yeah. literally get back from Edinburgh Sunday morning and, and straight to Wembley. So the diversity of sport is something that is so enriching. Um, and the 
diversity of people that you meet, engage, the taxi drivers know about sport, they know about politics, and there's a lot of politics and sports happening yeah. here that you have to keep your tabs on. But I don't know if it is um, because you see every every sporting match here, mm. whether it's cricket, darts, snooker, any soccer match, like a random Aston Villa versus Brighton, mm. um, everything is sold out. Absolutely everything. Boxing, there's never a Ticket left. South Africa, you'll still see half a stand. Ah, oh, we don't. You, we don't worry about that team. We're not going to go watch that. You know, mm. it, it's got to be a big game for it to sell out in South Africa. But yeah, everything sells out. The support base is unbelievable, and I think it's sort of that historic legacy where you almost get born into something. And I think of the Soweto derbies, Kaiser Chiefs versus Pirates, and you know how those games are heavily attended. But it's just the the fanaticism around sport, you know, whether you're playing in the Premier League or sort of Division 6 or 7, you know, those mm. football stadiums are packed. Apparently not always the biggest stadium. And I think there, from a South African perspective, a lot of white elephants in terms of having 60, 70, 80,000 seater mm. stadiums um, that just haven't been filled since, you know, Soccer World Cup 2010, which yeah. is unfortunate. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an incredible vibe. And I think cricket from a rugby player perspective in the winter, which it is a sport, just seeing the commitment that people have in the rain, in the snow. I'm not quite sure they, they leave with frostbite, but um, it's brilliant. And like as, as a sporting fan, as someone that loves diversity, that's in, witnessing skill, um, you're going to get far better places in the world than, than the UK. And for someone like you who's played in front of a passionate crowd this side of the world, touring this side of the world, what is the feeling like in the middle of that pressure cooker? <laughs> Because then it'll give us yeah. an idea of how our Springboks will feel, you know, in in, in a short time. At Twickenham. So I think we are very fortunate as South Africans that we are dispersed all over the world. So almost every stadium you go to, you'll definitely see the box, you know, jerseys, South African flags. I mean, you go to Twickenham, it's 80,000 people. And when they start singing Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, it literally drowns out. You can't hear your teammates. I tell every rugby fan, if you want to experience something exceptional, you've got to go witness and experience the Principality Stadium and the Welsh singing um in the closed you know closed roof it is it's my best experience by far and and as a as an opposing team coming into this cauldron that is sometimes very hostile <laughs> uh, you know the french uh, make you know that you're in a very different environment the english you know are, are constantly in your ear and you almost can't hear each other it's mm. just that bad but uh, when you then do come out successful and you know you're playing for your country doing your jersey proud and you can do it in, in an environment where it's there's actually a lot of respect. And I think that's the beauty about rugby. I, I know, you know, soccer, there's demarcated areas for traveling fans yeah, and away yeah. supporters. Rugby's just got this incredible camaraderie, rivalry, and, you know, supporters go at each other, you know, for the 80 minutes, but mm. just as much as the players go share a drink afterwards, you know, the, the team environment and spirit that's created from a rugby perspective is, is absolutely beautiful. Well, there's that old saying, um, it's soccer is a gentleman's game watched by hooligans, and rugby and is a hooligans game. Watched by a gentleman. 100%. It's very high brow here. Gentlemen rugby is and like, women, Darren. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Brian. R- rugby is like the, 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 the high society. They watch rugby. I watch rugby. Uh, Prince of Wales. Yeah. Yes, yes. I don't watch the commonest sport, which is football. Sure. But uh, it is uh, a great time. How does a uh, wifey feel that you have to now be... Away in all these beautiful little European countries. Yeah, so I did have the call this morning, the boys, and they made a very big joke of me that the sun was shining in Cape Town and yeah. it was still very dark in the taxi that I was driving in or the <laughs> cab that I was driving. Uh, it's tough, and I've got an incredible 
support structure. You know, Janine is actually the more educated of the two of us. She's got her degree, a BSc sports science honors. So <laughs> she's had to give up a lot of her dreams that I could pursue mine. And, you know, two incredible boys that are amazing. And it is that trying to prioritize certain things and you, know, you can get opportunity to come to the UK, be involved in a, in a overseas broadcast. It's sort of something that you can't really give up. So extremely grateful for the sports system and my wife and the ability that she has to keep our house at home because it's not easy mm. but being able to be in the UK you know following the Springboks on, on this end of your tour um, and doing some incredible things is, is pretty special but that being said the sacrifices are you know many and you know you go through a marriage together where the support is incredibly vital so grateful for pretty and again not a public display of affection but if my wife is listening I love you lots Janine well, you know what, you know what, Janine. I'll, 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 I'll take it one step further. I remember when, when you came back from France, and uh, this is a man, and his beautiful wife and his beautiful children, mm-hmm. that literally could live anywhere in the world that they want. They can you pick a place. You want to live in a penthouse in Manhattan? Brian <laughs> can afford. I'm not, I'm not sure. No, Darren. Let's no, just, no, 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 say it. Relax. Say it, please. No, he's on his way back now. He's on his way back. But we know you can afford to live anywhere you want in the world, and you, you never have to work again. It's it's just a, a, a fan, fantastic stamp of approval that you've not only picked South Africa to come back to, but in particular Cape Town. Uh, you're not a Cape Townian. You know, well, what qualifies the Cape Town? Well, Sorry, I've been there longer than you. No, so. no, I know, I know, I know. But, but we've got to go like, were you born there? Okay. You know what I mean? Nah, I was um, born in Durban. You were you were born in Joburg, Joburg right? yeah. So you know, it's and and you've picked that as your home, and I think it just it it gives such a great sense of you know somebody that can. Mm. The world is your mm. oyster. You pick your home. So so lovely, Janine. You know what? Would you rather be living somewhere in a rainy city in <laughs> mm-hmm. Europe or just have your man go away periodically using Cape Town as your base? I think I need to applaud <laughs> you. <for that. laughs> no, thanks, Darren. I, I think as South Africans, we are extremely resilient. When you've had the fortune and privilege of living overseas, there are things that are much better than our country. You know, service delivery, yeah. you know, the ways of living, you know, crime's not an issue. I, I do think the one thing that we have as South Africans, and you only experience it once you leave the country, is not only our resilience, but the positive attitude that so many of our nation, you know, really live every day with. Because we do face so many things that aren't ideal, um, and especially less ideal when you change the Wi-Fi password the day you leave, and <laughs> your wife doesn't have power <laughs> that evening. I'm sorry, Janine, for that one um, on Monday. But you know, South Africa is a beautiful place. It's a lot of apologising. Yeah, a lot yeah. of apologising. It's, it's important. No, no, it's just the Wi-Fi that I, that I messed up. But South Africa is, is an incredibly beautiful country, and Cape Town in particular. I think we are a little bit guarded in terms of the rest of the country you know from a service delivery and, and how it runs but as South Africans you know when you experience overseas but you know the beauty that we have and mm. the people that are resilient that are positive um, I actually had a joke yesterday with someone at the Prime Video Automation Series launch they're like I oh, know your garages and your petrol stations I'm like yes when I came to Europe I had to fill my own coal <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. you don't have to do that in South Africa because you've got a petrol attendant waiting you know with a smile on their face yeah. to assist you so we are a resilient positive nation despite all our problems and you know you need to face the fact that we do have many problems but if South Africans we can be proud of you know our heritage but again, the beauty that our country has is something that as yeah. amazing as Europe is there's from a nature perspective very few in the world that's close to it. Well, you've always been a great ambassador for mm. South Africa, and we thank you for that. Yeah. Mr. Banner. We Welcome. thank you.
go and play. Uh, by the way, I've told Talk Sport that um, you're available for them if they need. <laughs> Is that before or after Jurgen? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I heard my name got thrown under the bus yesterday. Yeah, uh, they they are really excited to have you. They can't believe that they've got Brian Habana in these hallowed halls of Talk Sport. They're like, please, can we have him? I said, I'll talk to my friend <laughs> and I'll let you know. So, if you can or you can't. We'll it's go. up to you. I mean, they got they got a bit of my time yesterday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they'll, they'll ask you, you know, how do we beat the Springboks in a World Cup final? I'm sure. And you keep your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that it when we say 32-16? <laughs> <or laughs> <or? laughs>